1: Please enjoy this feature presentation of the Crooked River Radio Network. This
2: program is rated for all audiences.
1: You are entering the lair of the Folklore Hunter with Beth Bruce and Pat Marl. Once you pass this
2: point, beware. By cupid I disdain all glittering gold there is nothing can console me but my jolly sailor bold come all the pretty fairies, whoever it may be like a joy.
3: Well, welcome to the Lore Hunters with uh, Beth Bruce, myself, and the infamous Pat Morrow.
1: Chief cook and bottle washer of Crooked (laughs) River Radio.
3: (laughs) And CEO, by the way. And so we're going to be talking about mermaids and the folklore associated with that. And of course, everyone knows that a mermaid, you know, is a human top with the tail of a fish. And, you know, folklore, it's in lots of cultures worldwide from, you know, Europe, Asia, Africa, and everywhere in between, including here in America. So... um I think most people associate mermaids with like perilous events. So floods, storms, shipwrecks, drownings, you know, that, that kind of stuff. Although they can be benevolent. I mean, who does not love Disney's Little Mermaid? So, Or Pirates
1: uh, of the Caribbean. Or for Pirates them,
3: of or... the Caribbean, which you just heard. Uh, I, I actually love that movie. So, you know, there, there's all types of ways it's, Portrayed, and it's not just a mermaid. Mer means uh, sea, and maid, of course, means woman. But there is mermen too. They're not, of course, as prevalent um, in folklore, but nonetheless, they are there. Uh, So mermen, you know, it's rare to see one. I guess I'd have to drink a whole lot, huh, Pat, to be able to see that. I'm pretty sure. So
1: I don't think I'd ever want to see one.
3: You know, there. Uh, I don't know. From all the research I did this week, I, I was kind of surprised. I, you know, Disney portrays them so beautifully, and you know, all the movies like Splash and all that with Daryl Hannah. I mean, you're thinking beautiful, and even the uh, the TV series Siren. <coughs> has, you know, she, Ren, she looks beautiful until she gets in the water and those pointy, sharp teeth and oh boy. <laughs> so I guess it can go either way. Uh, I'll but, tell you
1: what, it it took to, to the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. I had never really, I hadn't really thought twice about mermaids, to be honest. But I never realized what kind of a history and books and that 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 those things have, Oh. especially it. when you go into the siren stuff, mm-hmm. which is uh, another word for mermaid, according to uh, some. And you know the uh, uh, they they can be downright evil. I mean, look Absolutely. what they did in the, in look how they portrayed them in the Pirates movie.
3: Oh, absolutely. They were
1: great out of water, but boy, once you got them in the water. (laughs)
3: Look out. You knew you were about to meet your demise. So, uh, but, you know, uh, Greek mythology came up with sirens. And, you know, that's basically, like you said, a mermaid. But actually, it goes back a little further than that to the, uh, I'm going to say it again, the Anunnaki. So, um, they, you know... that's where the historical accounts for that started with, you know, that um, half bird, half man, Toth, Toth, or whatever his name was. Um, and then it expanded out from that to um, to mermaids. So, uh, you know, went from there to Greeks. And heck, Christopher Columbus even <laughs> said he saw them. Now, People refute that and say that it was manatees that, that he was seeing. But, you know, if you look at a manatee and you look at what, you know, supposedly mermaid, mermen, merfolk, whatever they are, it, you know, they, they, they just don't look like a manatee. I don't know, Pat, what do you think? Oh, sorry.
1: Uh, you caught me doing short I was trying Uh-oh. to check the Uh-oh. feed.
3: <laughs> Yikes. Okay, but... Um, uh,
1: as far as... Uh,
3: a man at... Nah, man at I, feet, I don't buy it. I don't buy that either. It's yeah. just too far-fetched.
1: The uh, the tail fin and stuff like that that they've got, you know, the V-fin and, and stuff, I, I don't know what that equates to.
3: I don't know. You know... Um, Do you guys remember Hans Christian Andersen and not Danny Kaye playing the, you know, the little Dutch boy? (laughs) But um, he actually, you know, wrote a lot of fables and that. And he did a fable, The Little Mermaid. Now, obviously, Disney presents The Little Mermaid as sweet and kind. However, in his book, original book in 1836, she was not sweet and kind. In fact, she used to burn and, oh, yeah, nothing, nothing like... uh, you know, what's portrayed now. But let's go back to the beginning of how they say uh, mermaids evolved from humans, which I found quite interesting, and I really like that clip. So you want to play those two clips, Pat?
1: Yeah, we can do that. Here we go. You're listening to uh, The Lore Hunters on Crooked River Radio. While I stall for time and queuing this up. <laughs> we'll be back on the other side.
0: Some scientists believe our ancestors left the forest for the sea. But what pulled them here? What drew them to the water's edge? It was food. Even thought our ability to walk fully upright first evolved here, wading in the shallows where food was easily found. The trees had been our cradle, but now we would be shaped by the sea. Over time, More human ancestors collected along the shoreline. It is even thought that this is where our advanced intelligence began to develop. Brain building nutrients like iodine and fatty acids were abundant in the crustaceans and shellfish that could be gathered here. We were beginning to change. And so was the environment. activity along the coast, the East African coast would soon be flooded over by a rising sea. Some of our ancestors polled inland, retaining some of the features they'd adapted during this aquatic period of their evolution. Others went in a different direction. distant ancestors spent time living in the sea, is it possible that one group split off from the rest? And rather than retreating from the water, did they go deeper in? After entering the sea, the aquatic apes would now be better adapted to their new world. They've lost most of their hair and can hold their breath for minutes at a time. They're still learning how to hunt. They're learning by observation. Unexpectedly, the dolphins scatter. For now, the aquatic apes must hide. But eventually, they will learn to defend themselves against the dangers present in their new world. hidden shadows now swims in open sea. They are not alone here. They are bonded with another intelligent being. It is a bond of friendship. For now, they play together. In time, they will hunt together. Ancestors slept in trees. They now swim through them. Soon, their transition would be complete. Like the dolphins, they would belong to the sea.
3: Pretty cool. I I I learned a lot listening to that. Now, if I be, it's a question, if I believe it or not, or if you believe it or not, out there in Radio Land, what do you think, Pat?
1: <clears throat> I think uh, I've always kind of thought there's there has to be something like that around.
3: Well, the ocean is so big; we haven't even explored all of it. So, you know, I mean sure we've explored i think the deepest we probably trench.
1: polluted more than we've explored yeah.
3: well I, I think they're still saying that they haven't ex- explored all of the mariana trench which is supposedly the you know largest the deepest trench in the seas but who knows you know it's, um hey even henry hudson in 1608 the, he reported seeing um a mermaid in the arctic ocean uh, in the, uh, Barents Sea, uh, and you know, you remember Blackbeard, the pirate? Well, he instructed his, uh, crew on several voyages to steer clear from certain charted waters he called Enchanted because it had mermaids and merf, what he called merfolk, which is men and w- women, mer- mermaids. And, um, uh, so he, he certainly took them seriously, um. And did you know that mermaids can live in lakes and go up uh, in rivers? Um, a Pennsylvania fisherman reported sighting five mermaids in the Susquehanna River. I guess that was before the Three Mile Island. So <laughs> we can't blame it on Three Mile Island. That's for sure. <laughs> um and then even in modern days, remember the uh, on ha- Hafia Bay in Israel, where uh, that coastal town of I think it's Kiryat Yam, they're offering a million dollar reward for proof of a mermaid merman existence. So I think that's kind of. Wow, I, I think it's a great publicity stunt. Wish I had thought of it. And uh, <laughs> what can you yeah, say? Don't we all? I know. Um, I don't think anyone's claimed that yet. So <laughs> there's still hope. Um, in Gwakie and Mutari, Zimbabwe, they uh, they were building a new dam there, and um, on the side of the dam, they had you know workers that you know had to. Uh, Um, go underwater and they could not get any workers to um, stay and work there uh, underwater because they said they were harassed and hounded by mermaids so you know I don't know what they were drinking either but it might be true but you know what there are plenty of hoaxes out there which you know Feeds into, I wonder if it really exists or if it's, you know, something else. Uh, let's talk about P.T. Barnum in 1842. He got him a mermaid. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I bet yeah, he
3: did. He did. And, him uh, and too, a was the scotch. <laughs> that's right. Well, too bad it was a monkey head, <laughs> you know, you know uh, I guess sewn on to another fish. So. You know what can you say? Fake mermaids exist. <laughs> so, uh, P. T. Barnum just happened to be, you know, one of the biggest hoaxers of all. Although I, <laughs> I, I did like the, um, the, the, the movie that came out about P. T. Barnum not long ago. That that was really good.
1: I always wanted to see that, and I never got it. Oh, it's a
3: it's a musical. So most, you know, I loved it. I thought it was great. So. Um, Again, there is just all sorts of things. So maybe we should do the next clip. That um, what's that next one? That's Uh, it's the Jeremy. Yeah, let's. And most people know Jeremy Wade from uh, the Animal Planet. He's the guy that goes out and fishes for these exotic fishes in exotic places all over the world. So he went searching for a a mermaid, and uh, so let's give a listen to Jeremy as he's searching for
1: for a mermaid. You're listening to to Tales of the Lore Hunter on Crooked River. We'll be back on the other side.
4: I've received a report of a strange beast spotted in a river in South Africa. A man was walking along a remote stretch of the Bufulyaks River when he saw what he thought was a woman drowning. He rushed to help, but when he got close, he realized that it wasn't a woman at all. The creature was the size of a human, but it had a pale, shimmering body. He says he found himself rooted to the spot as if hypnotised or under a spell, and the creature made its escape. The report says that the man believes that what he saw was an ancient beast, known in South Africa as the Kaiman. I've heard that a cousin of the Kaiman eyewitness lives here in the town of Sobrak. Her name is Maggie Jantiles. If I can find her, I could be a step closer to getting some answers about what was seen in the river that night. Hello? Oh, hello. Hello, are you, are you Maggie? Yes. Uh, I'm Jeremy. Uh, nice to meet you. Welcome. I explained to Maggie how I got her name and my interest in her cousin's story.
5: In the early January, they are having a bride yes. at the picnic area. All of a sudden, they get way of the sound that came up out of the waters.
4: What did they see exactly?
5: The top part is lady, and in the other half is fish. When she comes up she looks at him it was like the red eye it was as if that eye attracts him
4: like hypnotized yeah. or something
5: yes some people are talking about a cayman. other people are calling it the mermaid
4: sightings of mermaids mythical creatures with the head and upper body of a woman and the tail of a fish have been reported across the world and throughout history mermaids turn up everywhere from ancient Greek mythology to medieval folklore. Christopher Columbus describes seeing mermaids on his voyage to discover the Americas. And I have investigated freshwater sightings in Guyana in South America. Maggie tells me that in this part of South Africa, belief in mermaids is widespread. And to understand how deeply ingrained it is in the local psyche, There's a place nearby, I have to visit. Here we go. Oh, look at this, look, look, look. These are animals, uh, four-legged animals. There! Right, so here we go. There's creatures here, There's, there's several of them. They all have a head, arms, and a tail. You don't have to use your imagination. It just, it just leaps out. These paintings of human-fish hybrids could be 50,000 years old. I'm now taking in more detail. So they all have a head, two arms, torso, and then a tail, like a fish tail. But there's other things going on. There's a wavy line forming a bit of a semicircle that could represent the surface of the water. So you've got most of them just under the surface, and then you've got a few that have that have, that have come through. What I've often found, looking into stories of, of water monsters, very rarely does anything come out of nothing. It lends credibility to what I've been hearing lately. It's tantalizing. There is something that is real on a certain level. The dusky cob, or cabalio, is a man-sized fish. Growing up to six feet, and 150 pounds. And this is a fish that everybody thinks of as a sea fish, but apparently they are found up the rivers, including the Breder River. This is a river I've actually fished before, so I think it's very clear from this, very clear what I need to do next. I need to go and fish the Briada River. The Breder River in Western Cape province is connected to the Buffalo yags. The scene of the mermaid incident, I came here to check out. So my investigation has come full circle. How are the numbers like today compared with, I don't know, 100 years ago, something like that? They're under quite a bit of pressure. There's a lot of recreational fishermen that catch them. Some of the guys, get their first big fish ever and they'll take it home for the mountings or whatever. They've got those quite big eyes. Um, at, at night, if, you, if, if they catch the light, do they, ref- do they reflect back any at all? Or anything yeah, at night time, it seems to reflect back red. You get a reddish sheen in the eye. When she comes
5: up, she looks at him. It was like the red eye.
4: Eyeshine is only part of the story. Could a dusky cob be mistaken for a half-woman, half-fish with pale, shimmering skin? The only way to know for sure is to catch one. For a long time, nothing happens. Oh, there you go. Then finally, a take. And this time, it's big. Yeah, this is a heavy fish. We have a fish. This feels quite quite a good size. Money's to come along this side here, swimming. Swimming upstream. Oh, it's a kick, a kick, a kick, a kick. It's off again. This is uh, is going to be an interesting fish, I think. We're in about 15 feet of water. It's going down under the boat. I think it could be quite handy to get the anchor up. I'm starting to worry a little bit now because this fish is, is, on this gear, it's taken a while to come in. There's a risk of a shark, we're just gonna chop it in half. Which we don't want. It's gonna hit the surface, it's gonna surface. There it is, there it is, there it is, there it is, there it is. Running again. Leaders in sight, leaders in sight. Can you see the fish? Okay. We have it in the boat. We have it in the boat. Dusky cob. This is what I was after, and it's a good-sized one. Dusky cob spend most of their life in the sea, but also migrate into rivers. At just over five feet long, this shimmering fish is easily woman-sized. Mark, my guide, has already confirmed that cob have a red reflective layer in their eyes. So have I finally got my hands on the silvery creature behind the mermaid mystery? So I'm thinking for some of those stories at least where people claim to have seen a supernatural creature, a mermaid, breaking the surface of the river. I actually think this real life, flesh and blood creature, was what they saw.
3: Well, wow, what do you what do you think of that, Pat? I it's interesting that Jeremy Wade went out with an open mind and found him a silvery carp. <laughs> so, I saw
1: that uh, I saw that picture that was uh, on one of these one of these videos.
3: It, it, it was. Uh, <clears throat> and I mean, it, I it could did. see where it
1: could be mistaken for a I, woman.
3: I certainly could understand it when, um, in that one video, there was like humps in his tails. And, you know, it would go up and under the water so fast you couldn't really see the top part, you know, the human part or the top part of the fish, just the back and that whole back end looked just like a mermaid. So I certainly can understand that. And, um, you know, I said that they can be in lakes and rivers. And of course, there's that one sighting in the Susquehanna in Pennsylvania. However, the Great Lakes, of course, they have seen a mermaid in Lake Michigan. So, either they're partying really hardy at uh, Mackinac Island, or uh, there's something. You know, I'm just trying to, to
1: think of somewhere in West Virginia that could probably have
3: them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, um, uh, So, you know, it's It's interesting. That- hey, Bubba.
1: Hey, Bubba. Uh, y'all, y'all, been, y'all come down a river with us. We're going to go fishing for mermaids. <laughs> that's
3: right. And I'm sure if they have enough of that uh, white lightning, they'll for sure see it. <laughs> so, Here, hold my beer. <laughs> that's right. Beer. White lightning. They're busy making white lightning. So, uh, And if they don't see a mermaid, for sure they're seeing a Bigfoot. So that's, that's just right. the way that's it is. Right. Uh, maybe both. Maybe maybe Bigfoot <laughs> caught the mermaid. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so... Uh, <laughs> You know, I, it's just interesting that, um, you know, how Hollywood has portrayed them over over time here, and you know, sometimes they're they're wonderful, and then other times, you just 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 makes you stop and think. You know, wow, people have great imaginations. You know, but I almost hope it's not an imaginative creature. I. I almost hope it's real. There's just, um, hey, you want to play that clip with the scariest, the 10 scariest? Yeah, we can do that. This is really great. Uh, People go to great lengths on YouTube to lay this out for us. So uh, this uh, clip is on the 10 scariest uh, sightings of mermaids, which I I found was interesting because uh, I can tell you, in the Disney pictures, they had to have went to this site and uh, uh, scavenged some of the um
1: We want the ten, 10 mysterious or the 15 scariest.
3: Let's do the 15, we'll go out of order, do the 15 scariest. Okay, we'll
1: be back on the other side of this. You're listening to uh, Legends of the Lore Hunter. Uh,
3: Tales of the Lore Hunter.
1: I'll get this right one of these days. <laughs> I've only done this show five, 15 times now. Oh.
3: On Crooked River
6: Radio. (laughs) Mermaids are aquatic creatures with human heads and fish-like tails and torsos. They appeared in folklore around the world and were first mentioned in Greece, 1000 BC. Supposedly, the sight of a mermaid foretells a disaster. But some people aren't even sure they exist. From a mermaid-like creature washing up on a UK beach to a clear-as-day sighting underwater, here are 15 scariest sightings of mermaids in the world. Before we begin, make sure to hit the like button, subscribe to our channel... And click the notification bell for more amazing videos every day. With that being said, let's begin. Number 15 Strange Mermaid Discovery. We're going to start things off with a bang. There are no two ways about it. This find is insane. A man was working in a warehouse that stores fresh fish when he came across something that was less fish and more human. It had its hands tied behind its back and was housed inside of a crate with food. It looked to be a combination of a human, fish and crocodile and few people understand how this could even happen. This alien fish or mermaid was caught by fishermen on the Vishkapatnam sea coast and brought to the Indian Vishkapatnam beach. Some people believe it's a half-fish, half-human, often called a Jalakanya. To look at it, you'll be tempted to recoil in horror but also lean in for a closer look. It seems to have a fish, crocodile-like head with fish teeth, four breasts and a stomach that looks like it indulged in one too many Thanksgiving feasts. Its hands are bound with rope and its body, from the waist down, tapers into a tail with scales. Everyone has their own opinions of this scary mermaid-like creature. Some believe it's legitimate and a creation of nature, others think it's an arts culture. Whatever it is, there's no denying this mermaid is terrifying. Now it's time for the Rare Topic. It's not often that we run into clear photos of what looks in every way like a mermaid, but this photo could prove without a doubt their existence. In 2018, a local fisherman was scaling a river after flood season, trying to find the best place to drop a line. He came over the bank with views down to the river and spotted this. It appears to be a woman from the waist up, but has a black, scaly body from the waist down and legs that taper down into a tail. Her face appears to be covered with hair or blacked out with a mask of some kind. All we know is that the fisherman was terrified. He snapped the picture and got out of there. What do you think? Is it a mermaid like we think, or has some clever image doctoring been going on? As always, comment down below with the hashtag, hashtag rear topic, and we might pin the comment that best explains what's been shown on this image. With that said, Let's keep things moving. Number 14 Close Mermaid Encounter Imagine going diving, minding your own business and coming across a majestic mermaid swimming through the ocean. That's precisely what happened for one Michigan man. In the footage, he appears to be exploring the ocean floor when he focuses his attention upward at a beautiful mermaid with long, flowing blonde hair. She looks at him, swims away a little, then watches him as he films. The mermaid has a beautiful blue body, defined frame, and facial makeup that seems undisturbed by the water. She also doesn't need to reach the surface for ear, but doesn't have any breathing apparatus. Perhaps even more disturbing about this sighting is is her adept swimming style. She manages to flit through the water naturally, making people question whether she's a real mermaid and not just someone pretending. We may never know, but for that man, it's a sighting he's likely never to forget. Number 13 Strange mermaid-like tale Thousands of people include whale watching on their list of things to do while on vacation, and that's usually what they expect to see, whales. But for one man on a whale watching tour on Lake Michigan, he potentially saw more than expected. There's no denying he got his money's worth. The unnamed man is capturing footage of the water in the hopes of catching the head or tail of a curious whale. Instead, he sees what looks to be the tail of a mermaid. As the footage goes on, the tail becomes more pronounced on the water's surface, fanning out to reveal a kaleidoscope of colors that no fish could ever produce. He's stunned by what he sees but manages to keep the camera facing the water. Those who have seen the footage form their own theories. Some say it's a fish while others are 100% certain that what the whale watcher has seen is, in fact, a mermaid. Then, some people take it one step further and relay the ancient legend of the Ghost of the Great Lakes. Supposedly, when the sun sets with a full moon, the Ghost of the Great Lakes makes an appearance on the beaches of Lake Michigan. Mermaids apparently come out of hiding around this time to patrol the shoreline. Some believe she's looking for a human victim to lure into the depths of the lake. Others think she's terrorizing those who threaten the underwater world and all those creatures in it, such as whales. But, whether you believe it or not. The footage is scary. Number 12 Weird Mermaid Sighting While we're not sure of the origins of this sighting, it's easily one of the spookiest sightings of mermaids in the world. And whether it's real or not, it does make you question what else we don't know about the ocean and what lies beneath it. Could mermaids really exist down there and we've just never spotted them? This video is taken around Lake Michigan and shows someone who's possibly diving fixating on movement in the water. Likely, their first thoughts are that it's a fish. The camera doesn't move from the ocean floor and small fish swim in front of it without noticing that it's there. Slowly, something comes into view and the camera moves up to see what it is. As the camera isn't close enough, it takes some time for the mermaid to come into view. Then you see the flicking and swishing of a tail before what appears to be a real mermaid slowly moves toward the camera. At first glance, however, it looks like a giant graceful fish. For unknown reasons, the camera footage doesn't go for long and then promptly stops. No one knows whether the man stopped filming on purpose or if something caused him to stop. guess we'll never know, but it's a spooky, scary sighting all the same. Number 11. Mermaids on land. When most people record mermaid sightings, they're underwater. Sometimes it's fishermen and other times it's divers or whale watchers. But what the person on this camera captures is entirely altogether different. The grainy but telling footage was captured on a California beach from a distance. It shows a mermaid relaxing on the rocks, flicking its tail around as if it's trying to get comfortable or relax. It spends a bit of time on the rocks, soaking up the rays but then heads back into the water. It dives into the ocean and comes back up to the surface to check out its surroundings. While anyone from a distance may mistake this mermaid for a person taking a dip, the footage is undeniable. If the tale is not a dead giveaway that this is not your typical human, then the unique humanoid torso and head will be. It has a grey body, fish-like qualities, and its head lacks hair. It's a far cry short of the romanticized mermaids you see in children's movies and books. Out of many of the possible mermaid sightings, this one tends to seem more legitimate than most. While it's not the clearest footage, it. Shows distinct differences between what we perceive as mermaids and what potentially could be the real and terrifying deal. Number 10. Mermaid Steals Fisherman's Meal. It's up to you to decide whether this is the spooky sighting of a real life mermaid or simply hungry marine life that acted at the speed of light. A marine biologist team had been studying shark habits and patterns off the coast of Russia. One of the most effective ways to lure sharks up to the boat for an up close and personal experience is through the use of live bait. The marine biologists speared a fish and used its movements as a way to do just that. They then watched the footage on board their boats from the installed cameras down below. But instead of sharks, they got More than they bargained for. While they watched the camera footage of the live bait flipping and flitting around in the water, they then witnessed a grey cloud quickly whip past it and steal the bait. Whatever it was moved so fast that no one could get a clear view of what it was. However, when you see the end of the footage as the creature moves away, the tail fans out into what you usually see on mermaid costumes. It's wispy, spread out, and not all that much like a fish as you would expect. The thief in the video has been the subject of confusion ever since. On the one hand, it could be any marine critter who saw the opportunity for dinner and took it. But on the other, the tail is unique and the creature moves with speed so as not to be seen. Regular fish wouldn't likely worry about getting into view and getting out of it fast. Whatever it was, it was quite scary and took the team of marine biologists by great surprise. Number 9 Dead Mermaid Remains people may swear they've seen mermaids resting on their laurels beachside or swimming gracefully through the ocean. But how about washing up on the beach? A man by the name of Paul Jones was walking on the Norfolk beach at Great Yarmouth in the United Kingdom when he stumbled across something peculiar. It's not uncommon to find the remains of fish but not so common to see what looks to be none other than a mermaid. Paul Jones took photos and video footage of his find which has now been viewed thousands of times on the internet since he uploaded it to Facebook and the wider internet. The rotten remains has fins and a tail, which you'd expect to see on a fish, but then has an intact torso with entrails. It also has a head that looks to be none other than that of a human. There's no denying that the head in the photos is not that of a fish. Many people claim that what Paul had seen was nothing more than a seal's remains, but others aren't so sure. Its shape, size and tapered waistline that moves down into a tail are unlike anything most people have seen before, and it's no aerial. Our modern perception of what we believe mermaids to look like comes from the 1836 fairy tale of The Little Mermaid by Hans Christian Andersen. What he considers a mermaid to look like could be entirely different from what they really look like, if we're to believe they exist, and looking at this footage, Paul Jones may not be wrong. Number 8 Real Mermaid Spotted Underwater photography and movie footage is becoming more popular by the day, with waterproof cameras becoming increasingly affordable for the average water enthusiast. So now, more than ever, we're able to capture undeniable evidence of what exists in the deep, dark depths of the ocean. position is advantageous when you compare it to mere hearsay from days gone by. People want proof and we can get it. So when you see someone taking video footage in the ocean of fish, you may not think anything untoward is going on. This diver has a look around, checks out the corals and other fish and minds his own business. Then, seemingly out of nowhere, a silhouette appears from the murky depths of the water with an entourage of fish friends and swims gracefully past the diver. It doesn't appear to be taken aback by the diver being there but it also doesn't seem to acknowledge him at all. We don't know what's being said in a video clip as it's in another language, but what we do know is that they're shocked and scared by what they see. They also can't be sure that the mermaid or creature is going to attack them or get too close for comfort. Many people who saw the footage after the diver returned to the surface were blown away and could not offer up any alternative ideas for what it could be. From its human-like silhouette to its mermaid-like tail, you can't help but wonder whether this is the real deal. Number 7 Submarine Mermaid Scare if you're one of those people who needs evidence of something's existence handed to them on a platter, then you won't be able to deny what's in this footage. In fact, it has been described as one of the clearest examples of mermaid life out there. In the footage, a group of people is exploring the ocean for new species. They realize the magnitude of the habitat they have found and turn the lights on in the ocean's dark depths for a better look. Instead of seeing some weird and wonderful fish species, they hear a noise that sounds like something is knocking on the side of their boat. When they notice something out of the corner of their eye. They pan the camera toward it to see a webbed hand and face. Is it a mermaid or some kind of sentient species? Is this a genuine sighting and as close to authenticism as we have ever got? The video footage is genuinely baffling. Number 6 Mermaid getting a tan The problem with finding the perfect beach spot to hang out is that it never remains ideal for long. Everyone else stumbles across it and it becomes as overcrowded as the tourist hotspots. One man was exploring the coastlands of his hometown on the search for a private peaceful area of the beach to relax, without sharing it with others. As he approached an area that looked like it could tick all the boxes, he got more than what he bargained for. He noticed what looked like a mermaid stunning herself in the water. The man was quick to grab his camera but had to be as quiet as possible so as not to draw her attention. He crept around a tree and zoomed in to get a closer look. The mermaid then swims off into the ocean without anyone being able to confirm whether it was, in fact, a scary sighting of a mermaid or not. Number 5 Midnight Mermaid Snack Okay, see if you had these grand perceptions of mermaids being bright, colorful, bubbly and friendly sea creatures that are always happy to see you like Ariel, then it's time to reconsider. Some stories are entirely different. A couple had been vacationing off a coast in Asia when they decided to take a midnight swim beneath the full moon. The woman was venturing further and further out into the water, swimming and laughing as she went. The man was filming the whole time. Her laughter then turned to terror as she saw a dark figure underneath the ocean surface swim closer and closer. Closer to her. The man filming starts to yell to get her to come back to shore, but it's too late. Something that looks similar to a hand breaches the water and pushes her head under the water. She's dragged away and is never seen again. As the story goes, the woman became a midnight mermaid snack, but you'll never know for sure. Number four Masked Man Mermaid Removal. You won't have to talk to too many people before you come across someone who thinks the government has a lot to hide. Two words. Area 51 Some strange things are going on in this world and there's no doubt in many people's minds that cover-ups occur every day. The existence of mermaids could be one of them. A couple was walking through a wooded lot that ran adjacent to a river that connects to a nearby ocean. They came across men in lab coats walking toward the water with a stretcher and what appeared to be lab equipment. Thinking it was strange. The pier did what any millennials would do and filmed what they saw. The men grouped together, put the stretcher on the ground and put a large animal on it. The couple saw a glimpse of what it was and it appeared to have a strange mermaid-like tail. The whole situation was spooky. They covered it with a blanket, took it to a nearby truck and took off. The pier and many others they spoke to believe under that blanket was a real-life mermaid that the government didn't want anyone to see. Number 3 Mystery Catch is customary in many fishing crews for the first catch of the fishing season to be filmed. For these local fishermen, that proved to be both memorable and a little scary. When they hauled up their catch, it didn't go smoothly. Something big was in the net and the winch was having trouble bringing it up. The men all tried to help bring the net up and were expecting to find an enormous fish or something similar. What they didn't expect was for a webbed hand to grab them through the net. The men jump back in horror and they all let go of the net. The weight was too much for the winch and the net releases into the ocean. The creature got away and they were never able to see whether what tried to grab them that day was a mermaid or not. Number 2 Close Encounter A particularly bad storm had been in the area and one man decided to film the waves crashing against the rocks with his drone. While the video started innocent enough, it soon took a creepy turn when the man noticed something sitting on the rocks. At first, he thought it was a seal. It didn't look too dissimilar from one at first, but upon zooming his drone in for a closer look, it was unlike anything he had seen before. Upon the creature spotting his camera, it proceeded to launch itself off the rocks and into the water. But not before the man was able to stare in awe at its mermaid-like tail, breaching the water and zooming away. Number 1 school of mermaids. There have been some spooky mermaid sightings all around the world, which makes sense when you consider how widespread folklore of these aquatic creatures is. However, few come from Australia, which makes this footage nearly unbelievable. A man was flying his drone off the coast of Australia to capture schools of fish and dolphins. The migration patterns intrigued him. Instead of just dolphins and fish, however, he captures 40 seconds of what looks like a fleet. group gang gaggle of mermaids chasing and leaping after dolphins and fish in the water the drone followed the fleet herd team family as far as it could before losing them as they dove deep under the waves the man has no explanation for what he saw other than to say that they were not dolphins fish or anything he had ever seen before if you've watched walt disney's the little mermaid you've probably had some ideas about how mermaids are supposed to look but this video plainly showed you that they aren't all like that they can actually be quite mystical, scary, and spooky. What do you think? Are they real, or is there something else out there that looks eerily similar? Also, check out our other cool stuff showing up on the screen now. See you next time.
3: Wow. I know. I that's I think they're real. I think there is Area something. Area 51 kind
1: of got me there. I know.
3: I, went, I, I started laughing when they said it. It was like, wow. Okay. They're aliens, really. Okay. Uh, but that we can't even say that because those, uh, the original paintings they found were from the, you know, um, from 30,000 years ago uh, where you can clearly see a head, arms, torso, and uh, uh, fishtail. So, you know, it, it was during the, that Stone Age, during the, according to, you know, what yeah. science says, that Stone Age. So uh, I think there has to be something to it, and that was surely before Area 51. So uh, Area 51 has enough of... Of other things going on <laughs> other than than that. But Maybe
1: we ought to do a show on that.
3: I know we should. I love Area 51. Uh, oh,
1: that'd, so that'd work.
3: <laughs> that sounds aliens. like more that Stephanie's Stephanie's uh, no. Bailey rig. Yeah. So, um, well, you know what? N- uh, the National Ocean Atmospheric Administration, NOAA, um, they say they're real. They say they exist. Um they, republi- uh, they published a uh, post on Ocean Facts, and the news feed title says, Conclusive Evidence of the Existence of Aquatic Humanoids. I
1: wouldn't be surprised.
3: I know. I mean, so uh, they w- took a submersible off of the coast of Greenland, and during the dive, uh, they... It's it's on film that um, a a mur- made hand and you can see part of the body and part of the face. It's been a while since I've I've seen that uh, that um, movie. Um, but I mean, it's hard to refute when you're that far down. <laughs> Nobody can dive that far down. They needed a submersible, and they uh, they were able to see something. And so uh, I know Animal Planet did; um, they aired uh, a special called "Mermaids: The Body Found,"
1: Ooh. Mm.
3: <laughs> and that they say that proves the uh, existence what they found. Now, uh, the spokesperson for Noah, I think her name was Sandy Nixon or something like that, said that Noah has 65 mermaid researchers. I can't believe it. And they all gathered uh, on the island of Tahiti. Wouldn't that be a rough job? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel sorry for them. They had to go Probably to Tahiti. Probably on a beach with a... Yeah, with a Mai Tai. With a
1: Mai Tai, right. <laughs> exactly.
3: <laughs> so they, uh, you know, obviously they set out to examine all known evidence um, and... They concluded emphatically that half-human, half-fish hybrids are living peacefully among us. Now, I don't know how many Mai ties <laughs> they took or how many days it took in Tahiti to figure that one out. So you know,
1: think, I just, thinking about this from the evolution side, you know, I, supposedly man all has kind of evolved from supposedly apes, depending on who you want to listen to. Yes, wouldn't it be interesting if these mermaids were actually a uh a proof that genetically we actually came from the I had heard some rumor or some uh scientific stuff back when I was growing up that said we could have evolved from fish.
3: Uh, actually I remember that too. Must must have had Mr. Pletzer at yep, Woodridge. <laughs> so. We
1: could have evolved from from uh, from fish And if we did that, I would explain to mermaids.
3: That's true. Well, um, according to this one site I was on, one of those conspiracy sites, uh, the U.S. government captured seven mermaids, and they're being kept in, of course, an undisclosed aquarium, must be Area 51, where they're (laughs) being studied. And supposedly, President Obama has personally met the mermaids and was impressed. I wonder if he met the aliens out there on Area 51, too. And yeah. they probably had Bigfoot out there, too.
1: Yeah, probably.
3: I'm guessing. Or the Pukwange, one of the, you know, the, yeah. he had a whole... I heard he
1: even met a Yeti.
3: He met He a never Yeti.
1: met a Yeti he didn't like.
3: <laughs> That's awesome, Pat. So, <laughs> uh, okay, what's, what's our last... That we have.
1: Oh, I don't know. What do we got left? We got 10 mysterious mermaids, and we got um, mysterious mermaid sightings, and uh, exclusive mermaid discovery.
3: Yeah, let's do that exclusive mermaid discovery, because maybe <laughs> President Obama's on that in Area 51. <laughs> <laughs> funny. <laughs>
1: All right, we'll be back on the other side of this uh, clip. It's about uh, about eight minutes long, and uh, hope you stay tuned. And we'll be back on the other side. You're listening to Tales of the Tales of the Lore Hunters. Say that three times real fast. <laughs> Tales of the Lore Hunter. We'll be back on the other side of this.
2: A very good morning.
5: Welcome back. This is your fielded breakfast or on SABC3. Now, a breakthrough discovery and probably one of the biggest in the last few hundred years may finally put to rest the question of whether aquatic humanoids, or what we colloquially know as mermaids, really exist. Now, this may sound like a science fiction story or a, an April Fool's joke, but I promise you it isn't. A uh, recent discovery made by scientists in Greenland and archaeologists on the southwest coast of South Africa may change the world as we know it forever. And these findings will truly blow your mind. Take a look at this.
7: Since time immemorial, human beings have had a fascination with mermaids. Aquatic humanoids or human-fish hybrids have been documented in cave paintings and historical literature for hundreds of years. We have statues that represent our ideas of what they might look like littered across the world. Most people believe them to be nothing but science fiction. But an Animal Planet documentary entitled Mermaids, The New Evidence, purports to show footage shot in 2013 from a submarine off the coast of Greenland of the first sighting of what looks like an aquatic humanoid. The footage was shot with two cameras, both of which seem to show a creature with frighteningly human qualities. Despite the eerily realistic breakthrough video evidence, no physical specimen of mermaids has existed. That is, until now. A recent discovery at Shelly Point off the West Coast of South Africa this past weekend may be the most incredible find of the century. A group of locals during a day at the beach stumbled across a fossil exposed by sand erosion that quite literally defies scientific reason. Some of the top archaeologists from across the country were called to the site where they began a careful excavation. After clearing away the rubble, the fossil's basic structure became clear. With the head and arms of a human, but with a tail, the fossil appears to be the first concrete evidence of the existence of aquatic humanoids. And while at first it seemed that this fossil was found in isolation, after digging a little deeper, a trove of specimens was found, some that defy human imagination. In the coming weeks, scientists from all across the world will be descending on South Africa's west coast to view the findings, and to begin the classification process that will see aquatic humanoids... Certified as an official animal species with a Latin name Marmor Ostia. So if anyone tells you they spotted a mermaid and you want to have them committed to an asylum, you might want to bite
5: your tongue because mermaids really do exist. Admittedly, that may look, that have looked like an excerpt from the X-Files in the late 90s, but that is as real as it gets. This is a true discovery. We are not making this up. And I guess this puts to the question then, you know, the origins of human. Where do we come from? What are we doing on this planet Earth? And, you know, what else have we not discovered? Is it at the bottom of the ocean or outside in outer space where we haven't even traveled yet? Uh, these are the questions that are being asked. And I guess another question is that, like, you know, if this discovery really is real and as real as it is, uh, the existence of a species so close closely biologically made up to homo sapiens raises the question of uh, should mermaids then if they are real be given the same rights as humans you know should they have the the same rights maybe let us know on our expresso morning show sabc3 facebook page we will be talking to experts uh, that were at the head of this discovery a bit later on to try and shed some more light on it right now though let's take a look at the morning's news headlines Earlier on, we showed you a video clip that uh, basically says that a a discovery, a scientific and archaeological discovery may have been made that might change our understanding of human history, history of the world as we know it. Now, with us on the line, to tell us a bit more, is Dr. Ross Margot, who led a team of archaeologists who made the incredible discovery just off uh, Shelley Point on the West Coast. Uh, Dr. Margot, thank you very much for taking our call.
1: It's a pleasure.
5: Give us a bit of detail on what happened and then what it felt like for you to make this discovery. How did the day progress and how did you get to this?
2: Well, right now, of course, it's quite overwhelming. Um, but, of course, in the beginning, when we got the call, we were obviously extremely skeptical. Uh, as an archaeologist, you can count your lucky stars if you find one dinosaur bone the size of a pinky finger right. in your lifetime. So to have found this variety of specimens and, well, in such pristine condition. And being a new species, uh, it's just nothing we've ever seen before. But look, it must be said that while the discovery was made this weekend, we've only just released the findings. Mm -hmm. So it's extremely early days.
5: Yes. And, um, of course, for everyone that has just tuned in right now, we're talking about this geological and scientific discovery that may allude to the existence of mermaids, real mermaids. So what are the implications of a discovery like this, Doctor?
2: Well, it must first of all be said that we don't know exactly what it is yet. Yes. I'm not a marine biologist. I'm an archaeologist. Yes. But I think we've got to be careful about describing it as an aquatic humanoid, as mm-hmm. you did in your report, because we don't know how human it really is. Now, in popular culture of so-called mermaids, it often denotes the connotation that these creatures are half-human or hybrid, so to speak. But right now we're classifying this as an animal, not a half-human. Mm-hmm. That being said... The samples we discovered do seem to show uniquely human features. What's interesting is the skeletal structure of the specimen. Yes. They seem to have very similar upper body skeletons to humans. That's from the torso upwards. From the waist down, they all have tails. Some have dorsal fins and gills. But all of them seem to have a human-like spine, human arms, hands, and fingers. And this is what's most incredible. The skulls are remarkably similar, from the position of the eyes to the jawline and the teeth. Some of them even have hair, which is quite remarkable. But Mm -hmm. one must remember that apes have similar skull structures and hair, Mm -hmm. and they are very different from us in very fundamental ways. Yes. So how
5: how does the discovery that you made differ from the footage that we saw uh, coming from Animal Planet in a documentary that was titled Mermaids?
2: Well, the fact is they don't appear to be the same species. Mm -hmm. Now, again, I'm not a marine biologist, so I can't speak authoritatively on this. But the creature caught on that video appears to be very different. It must also be said that the the discoveries we made were also not the same species. Of the five we found, at least three were of a different species or perhaps the same species but at a different stage of evolution. Mm -hmm. And, of course, the ones we found may have died out a long time ago and may no longer exist. Mm -hmm. In terms of their level of intelligence, we just don't know. But if the creatures caught on video off the coast of Greenland can be captured, well, that may raise ethical concerns around how we classify them and treat them going forward. Yes.
5: So now that all of this information or the little that we have so far has been taken in, what are the next steps?
2: Well, of course, there's still a great deal more to be done. Uh, And this is the exciting part. We need to age the specimens to find out how old they are. And they need to be independently verified by the archaeologists who will be flying into Cape Town this week. Mm -hmm. From there, we can start to figure out how they behaved and why they ended up on the west coast of South Africa and why they died there. Mm -hmm. From that, we can piece together a story. Uh, Any more than that, we just don't know. But needless to say, we are tremendously excited.
5: Fantastic. Dr. Margot, thank you very much for your time and for your insights. We really do appreciate it. Thank you, sir. That is Dr. Ross Margot, the team leader of the archaeological team that made the discovery at Shelley Point on the West Coast. So that's the question we're asking right now. Of course, right now there are more questions than answers, but we look forward to the discovery as it comes along. But if it were to be the case that these beings, or whatever you want to call them, are classified as some kind of humanoid, aquatic humanoid, the question we want to ask you on Facebook and on Twitter as well is, uh, you know, should we give them the same rights as humans? Should they have the same rights? Also give us a call on 083913. We would love to hear from you. Very very exciting stuff uh, uh, to start your Tuesday morning. Ponder it a little bit while you recharge your cup of coffee.
1: We'll be right back. And we're back.
3: Well, well, I, I, someone just emailed me, so uh, I want to uh, thank Dahlia for uh, emailing me while I was on the show. Um, so her quest or her statement is um, I do believe that mermaids exist. The government hides loads of things from us, but it is extraordinarily hard to believe that the government would tell us in a website rather than a more impressive showing. I don't know what that means. I honestly don't care if you think only 10-year-old girls should believe in mermaids. I really believe in them. I just don't believe the government would tell us on this website, but that's my opinion. <laughs> well, thank you. That's a wonderful, wonderful opinion. So I have to
1: agree with that, too.
3: That, that you know, because we know they hide things from us. I mean in referencing even in we referenced it jokingly but area 51 and yeah. area 52 in Utah we we know that they are developing all sorts of things from technology that we don't know where it came from here there anywhere so uh, so it would not surprise me that they have um other things at area 51 or area 52 so uh, and if you don't know about area 52 please by all means look up area 52 so oh look and i i have another email I, I don't know how you guys are finding my name but okay uh, so this is from <laughs> michael and he says y'all are so arrogant to actually believe we are the only thing out here like this many people have no problem believing in evolution but don't want to believe in mermaids wow that's a that's incredible statement the uh, evidence is literally written on the walls and caves read a book do research quit being stupid <laughs> well i you know I, I i never said i didn't believe in them because i kind of do i <laughs> I am not arrogant enough to think that there's things on this planet that uh, we don't know. Um, And a lot of us want to believe, I mean, I am a huge proponent of Bigfoot. Um, I'm an author, so I'm writing a tween book on, uh, Bigfoot and, uh, the Pukwanji. And the only thing I need to throw in there is the Peninsula Python. <laughs> so, um, Yeah, yeah, that'll work. <laughs> that'll work. So, um, I do believe in Bigfoot. I really, really do. Now, the Pukwanji is like a, you know, a, uh, uh, porcupine man. I'm having a little hard time with, uh, believing that one, but, you know, who knows? And, um. Certainly, I believe in Area Fifty One and Area Fifty Two, and there's all things, all sorts of things uh, going on there, and uh, people have certainly come forward. Um,
1: this is slightly off topic. It but- is
3: off topic, but uh, you know, I, I just want uh, Michael to know that uh, I, I certainly believe, and um, you know, we on this show try to present both sides of it. You know, the belief and non-belief, and why people would maybe have a little bit of disbelief and, and, you know, may, maybe it's hard for others to, you know, to believe things. So, um, you, know, you know,
1: stating something like that, I want to go, I'm going to go just a little off topic here. I read this thing here over the last week that I just, every time I think about it, it still pops into my mind like, wow. Did you know that when they, when they were uh, devising the atomic bomb, there was 115,000 Thousand people that knew about that project, and the president never knew about it till three months after he got into office.
3: I know I heard that. <laughs>
1: now, that is flipping incredible. Talk about keeping a secret. Now, applying that to this,
3: what that's, can you that's, say?
1: That's, uh, that's why you're just hearing rumors.
3: Okay, so now I, I have another email. So we're going to have a lot of listeners today. So from Gunner Hall what his name is i'm sorry if i'm pronouncing that wrong um it says over a dozen new life forms are found in the oceans every year from microscopic to giants mermaids if that is what you wish to call them are not only real but have enough intelligence to fashion self-protective weapons no kidding that's for sure they would need that uh, only a fool would think you you're the only thing on earth with intelligence. Wouldn't you hide too? <laughs> yep. Yep, I, I can would. agree with that. I can, I'm totally on board with that, all. I am way on board with that. So, um, thank you uh, for also sending me a uh, email. That was, that was wonderful. We um, need to
1: start getting in the process of wrapping this up.
3: So, I, you know, I, again, I, thank you for, for everyone that uh, did reply and um, you know, I, I want to believe I always want to believe and my mind is always open for believing. And um, I hope one day that I actually get to see one in person. That's, that's, that would oh, be, be cool. wonderful. I would also like to see a Bigfoot. I don't know if I'm going to see a porcupine man.
1: <laughs> I'll show you a Bigfoot after <laughs> the show.
3: Okay. Well, I, I wear a I'd,
1: size 16.
3: <laughs> there we go. I, I figured I'm going to have to uh, engage with somebody to uh, go through Salt Fork and find me one down in on one of the hollers. So, uh, but I believe they're there. So, um, you know, but that's what this show is all about: folklore and, uh, you know. Everything from Bigfoot to mermaids to uh, the Paquanji. So, oh, and the Peninsula Python. So, uh, each week we'll bring you something new and uh, we would love your feedback. We certainly love your emails, um, but you can also call into our show and uh, tell us what you're thinking about. And I know Pat has that phone number.
1: It's uh, area code uh,
3: 253-214-3847. And we'll make sure that uh, next week we give that at at the top of the show.
1: If you want to continue our any discussion here, if you find us on Spreaker, uh, there's a, there's a comment thing there on Spreaker that will that I monitor all the time. So if you want to leave us a comment, give us a follow, give us a like over there. That's fine too. Uh, we we love to hear your comments. I'm Eventually, I'd like to open an email, um, email address for this show, I think. I think we're going to do that. Uh, so stay tuned in the next week or two. We'll get that done. Maybe we can uh, get something opened up that direction.
3: Perfect. Well, again, thank you uh, from myself and Pat for joining uh, the Tales of the Lore Hunters and on Crooked River Radio.
1: Y'all have a good afternoon. Thank you. And we'll see you in a week. All right this has been a crooked river media production
3: with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere
0: dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom